0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to What's So Special About Music Anyways, the official podcast. So today we're going to talk about three very different albums, and I just kind of want to jump right into it. So uh, the first one we're going to talk about is the new album by Asking Alexandria, entitled Uh, Like a House on Fire. Now... Asking Alexandria has definitely moved and morphed their sound over the years, so when this album came out, we were all very interested to see which direction, genre-wise, at least the band was going to take. So, as you would know, they started out as a very aggressive heavy metal band and slowly morphed into what is just like a very hardcore rock group like emphasis on The Rock, like capital R, <laughs> and that's very much what this album is. Um, They were ambitious from the start. There are 15 tracks that make up the album, and I think that can go one of two ways, good or bad, and this one, I think it didn't really work for the artists. I think they should have chose maybe 10 tracks from that, maybe 12, and really spend time refining and making those special, because when you're listening to this album, it... It just feels like they all sound the same. And it felt like the band, because it's been so long since they put out a new record, they wanted to give listeners a ton of, you know, music. But it just felt that everything was just trying way too hard to put out this record. Um, now, I will mention that the band does include more uh, aggressive articulations with that showcase the lyrics in some of the selections. But in general, it's a pretty standard rock record, and that's really it. Um, It's definitely a different switch, and I think it proves that this is the style that the band is going to continue to rock with. The next album that I want to talk about is the 1975's new album um, entitled Notes on a Conditional Form, and I believe that's it. Notes on the notes on a condition form, one of the two of those. And uh, this album is, again, like Ask Alexandria, it's huge. This album has 22 tracks on it which is pretty major, especially since the um, artist hasn't put out anything since uh, 2018. So I think they really came and hit the ground running. I will say that this album is very, very different than anything the 1975 has put out. I mean, most of it resonates in this coffee shop kind of ballad, like house music, if you will. And I think that's really interesting to sit down and listen to, especially if you're thinking about it in terms of the 1975. So like when you... Or sitting and listening to it, you can hear this strong dichotomy, which we're also going to talk about in the next album I want to talk about with you guys. But it feels as if the 1975 recorded two separate albums, put them together into one made it okay by using this conditional form title and then they just continue to do what they do best and is right music now they do include those atmospheric chordal big moments where the lyrics just like glisten on top they're very all poppy the band you know everybody's gonna want to sing and be at the concert in the summertime they still very much give you that but it's not seen as often it, it feels that the band is taking a step Away from that sound, they're including songs that are more ballad-like. I think, in general, the album feels more intimate. And I don't think the world was prepared for that. I don't think the album is bad by any means. I don't think it is the 1975 either. I think if the band would have split the album into two and maybe mixed the styles with less material, I think because there's so many songs it's kind of confusing and overwhelming to the ear too a little bit because you're hearing so many different genre influences that aren't native to the 1975. And for me, that was definitely overwhelming because... I almost I mean I had to listen to the album a few times before I really got a sense of what the band was doing musically speaking and then I realized that none of it I don't think is supposed to connect. I think it's supposed to be an album that any of them could be sustainable as a single. And but they wrote so many of them that they just threw them together. And since they're calling it and relating it to a conditional form, it kind of works. So it's definitely a different approach to an album. And there are some very good tracks on it but it's just definitely an unconventional uh, approach to music that one would think of when thinking of the 1975 and the last album i'm talking about is going to kind of talk about that dichotomy of sound that i mentioned with the 1975 and that's the newest um album by Al nation entitled angel miners and the lightning riders now again it has been a minute since Al nation put out an album but they um gave their listeners a pretty traditional set. I think it's like 10, 11, 12 tracks, something around there. And I really like this record. I think they, they provide moments that are more ballad-like and they provide moments that are more, you know, high energy off the wall. I'm going to give you heightened lyrics. I'm gonna give you heightened instrumentals. And then just, I think the way they provide contrast to the listener makes each of it work. Um, They use so many different musical genres throughout the release, but they keep a general Owl Nation, quote-unquote, aesthetic through everything, which is how they all connect. I don't think when you're listening... That there are some tracks that you would be like, hmm, if you would listen to it as a single and away from the album, I don't think it would work. I think you have to listen to this album almost in order from front to back because that's what makes everything make sense. They're not necessarily telling a story, even though lyrically, if you're looking at the um, titles of the tracks, they do seem to go in succession. But... When you're really listening to how the musical genres tie together from moving from selection to selection, you see that it works in this twisted, kind of one-eye-open, one-eye-closed, Owl Nation way. In general, I think it's strong. I think... It's definitely more captivating than some of the music I've heard by the artist in a while. So I think it will do well, especially in the scene where it sits. Uh, It's a very strong cross between mod pop and alternative pop, which is where the band has been known to reside. Uh, In general, I just think it's a strong release and it's different. And I think it's different in a good way while still holding true to their band's aesthetic. So, yeah, I think out of the three of these, this is the one I would definitely... Uh, check out, you know, post uh, reviewing them. I think this is the one that definitely sticks in my head the most is memorable. I can I've walked away uh, humming a few melodies after the first few listens. And I think that's major, um, especially when you're in such a competitive music scene like they are. Well, uh, with that being said, I'm going to have to wrap this one up. There's a lot of music coming out, you know, coming towards summertime. There's always a ton of releases that come into the scene. So stay tuned for more. And as always, check out my blog for the uh, final write-ups of these. And uh, until next time.